Well, hey, welcome back to Grow. I'm your host. I'm your host, Coach Anthony Thompson. It's great to have you here back with me. Exciting day today. I've got a new microphone, and I don't know what that means, but gee, feels great. You know, when you get a new mic, it feels great. We're going to continue in day three. If you've gone through Seven Habits of Highly Effective Believers, it is available on version. It's on Kindle. It's it's in all these different places, and I love it. I, if you've heard any of the other podcasts, you know that personal development is a big thing for me. Developing and, and years and years went, went by where that's the way I developed. I read books. I was into Tony Robbins. I would not saying I'm not. It was, you know, Jay Shetty and Tony Robbins and Bob Proctor and, you know, all of these kind of old, some of the old school legends, some of the new school legends. But that was where, you know, the Dale Carnegie's and that's where this whole idea of seven habits of highly effective believers came in. Do I, I love Covey's book. Love, love seven habits of highly effective people. Love it. Used it. Grow had a lot of growth in it, but as I began to get outside of the scriptures and reading more and more of, you know, gurus and mystics and you know leadership development folks, I just kept seeing this interesting intersect between what they were saying and what the Bible was saying. You know, in scriptures, you know, it says. You know, you search for wisdom for everything. Everything you have, search for wisdom. Go after it as if it was a hidden treasure. And you know what? My hands up. If you're if you're watching, you can see my hands up. If you're listening, my hands up because I was not seeking wisdom to that degree. I was seeking wisdom elsewhere to that degree. I was seeking wisdom in other people, in other books in other places, in other courses. And I was guilty of the fact of saying, what about the book that's right in front of me that I've gone through and have known for, gee, 30 years or so? Known it, seen it, heard it in there? And what was I doing? What was I missing? You know, what are you missing in that sometimes? Think back and look at, What's the inputs of your life? What's coming in your life right now? What thoughts are in there? What's consuming them? Right? What where are they coming from? What are you allowing? What what is the real estate of your mind being fed to? What are you leasing it out? What are you leasing your mind out to? I love that thought of your mind as a as as the most valuable real estate you own. And what are you allowing to get leased inside of it, right? What vendors are in there? Who's controlling and who's consuming it? And that's where seven habits of highly effective believers started to get inside of me to start talking more about this, to say, you know what? If you do search the scriptures as if it were hidden treasures and wisdom, as if, if there was gold inside each one of these pages, what would happen? What would you find? Scriptures also would say, "Seek first the kingdom of God, and all His righteousness, you know, and His righteousness. All these things are added unto you." What does seeking right look like? And many of you, you've you've been there. You've had those moments when you were hot, lively, 
things were great. Things were moving. Things were going. And it felt great. The peace you had, the, the confidence, the, the, the decision-making, it all just seemed to work so well. But then life seems to happen. Distractions seem to happen. John 10.10 10 seems to happen. The devil comes to steal, kill, and distract or destroy. And all of a sudden, those things which were once first now have become last. And that's what this podcast is about. Day three inside of Seven Habits of Highly Effective Believers is that. Put first things first. First things first. I'll go through a couple characters in the scriptures that you would know, you'd read, you'd get it. I'd start with Mark 1. Mark 1, 35 says, Before daybreak the next morning, Jesus got up and went out to an isolated place to pray. Jesus was putting first things first. Daniel 6, verse 10 says, Daniel always prayed to God three times every day. He bowed down on his knees three times daily to pray and praise God. Even though Daniel heard about the new law, he still went to his house to pray. He went up to the upper room of his house and opened the windows that faced toward Jerusalem. Then Daniel bowed down on his knees and prayed just as he had always done. Daniel was putting first things first. In Psalms 55, 17, it says that David sighed and he prayed to God morning, noon, and night. David was putting first things first. I mentioned the scripture in Matthew 6.33 about seeking first God's kingdom. And I want to put the question back to you. First things first. What are you doing first? And, I, and we're going to go into the spiritual side and direction of it. What are you doing there first? Are you putting first things first is God first is there that moment that hour in the in the first hour of the day those first moments of the day is that happening if it if it's not why not what's gotten in the way most would say time busy work new contracts new this new new things you know all all those kids you know all those things all those things but that's not what the question that God is asking us in putting first things first, he's, he's asking us, what are you, where are you putting your time first? And, sh and show yourself on your calendar. That's one of the greatest things that I've ever had a revelation and an awareness about is your calendar says a lot more about your life than most things, especially as business owners, your calendar reflects what really matters. And so if you were to look at my calendar or some of the some of the guys in, in my mastermind in my group, that is something that we have gone through and taught about about our calendar and not just saying that, wow, it's filled with meetings, it's filled with sales, it's filled with our kids appointments it's filled with things from maybe our spouse it's filled with all of these alerts and things in our calendar and many times what's not in there is this moment with the spirit the most 
important. However, it's now become the least important in many people's lives. And maybe that's you. Maybe this is just uh, some questions to bounce off yourself and say, is it as important as it once was? If it's not, why not? And what's stopping you to change that? What's gotten in the way? What's become more busy? What's become more valuable than the time with God? It's a good question to ask. It's a great question to to consistently be thinking about what is getting more attention than your time with God, than your time with the Spirit. How is that growing? What are you doing to get there, right? What would you what would your life look like? Another another thing to remember is there's a time when you were putting I said this before God was first. There was a time. It 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 was on. It was hot. It was it was booming. Right? I've been there. We've all been there. You know when when you're praying or you're reading your Bible and you feel like you're just highlighting the whole page or or maybe in your car in those moments when, you know, that song hits. You know, that song hits. And you're just like, oh, that's the one, right? That's the one, oh, and you replay it again. You know, maybe it was like Gyra, you know, maybe it was one of these, one of these anthems, Waymaker. And you're just like, oh, you know, God. And then over time, it doesn't quite hit again, right? And things, things get in the way, things get busy. Well, what's going on there? I want you to remind yourself, what was it like when you were putting first things first, when your habits were in line spiritually for that spiritual growth, you were working out spiritually. You were seeing the gains spiritually. And, and what were the gains, right? It's fruit. You're seeing the fruit of your life. You're seeing the fruit in all of these areas. And that's where connecting to the spirit really becomes evident to others. The manifestation of that time with the spirit, right? What do, what would you be feeling then? What would you be thinking then when you were all those habits were in the right right place? What were the types of friends that you were hanging around with? What inputs were in your life? I remember a time things were hot and going well, and I was I was reading books, I was listening to always and only good music, music that was going to be positive to myself. And in those times, it was, it was, it's, it's not funny. It was just, I could see the data and the data was showing me that things were going well. And I was, was peaceful and miracles were happening. And I was seeing growth in relationships. I felt like wisdom was, was in me and around me to make clear business and life decisions, all of this sort of stuff. Think about it for you, right? Think about that for you. And have you ever thought why the devil wants to distract you in this area? Why would he want to do that? Why would he want to take that moment of time and distract you from it? If it's not happening, if that moment of time is not happening, why is it not happening? What has become more important? Right? If you want to be an effective believer, you want to have kingdom mindset, you want to have that business truly flourish and 
grow sustainable sustain, sustain, sustainably grow right you can have growth talk about this a lot of times there's all sorts of growth you can have cancerous growth you can have a fourth arm growth you can have tumor growth you can also have healthy fruitful growth growth where you're working the way that you need to work right less work with more fruit you you call it in the in the scriptures that you know you'd you'd say that you are aligned with with Christ it says in the scriptures it tells us that you know he says that my yoke is easy and my burden is light well what about for you for your business for what's going on is your burden light does it feel light and if it's not think about why it's not feeling light right think about what was happening then when was the last time you took inventory of your heart your soul and your mind if it's been a long time why do you think it's been so long what is holding you back from checking the balance in these areas right my hand is up i was guilty as charged in a lot of these areas my focus was in the wrong direction i was all i was so busy and maybe this maybe you can relate to this like myself but i was so busy with with me with producing with with creating with making more with giving more to my family you know that you know getting the vacations and more for my family and and using that morning to work out or using that morning to maybe sleep a little bit extra you know because i was so busy and maybe so tired and you know some of those things some of those things that we we that life happens and there's a story that we begin to tell ourselves and we forget about the story way back when that story where our we were with our first love we, our spirit was was hot and it was ready and it was giving us downloads every day of our life your business your path your way forward what you were growing what you were building what were you going to do what all of those things were circulating into this great place and in many times what happens is there's a trade-off of the spirit into what you can see externally maybe it's the business maybe it's the work maybe it's the relationships maybe it's the toys that you now have because things are going well but you have to remember that there's this stirring that's happening inside you there's this this thing that's saying this isn't enough i know there's more for me i know that there's another level there's another step you know it just as i've known it and that's what a call is today the call is to say ask yourself these questions do the work on your own there's a reason why jesus and those things are written about that he went off to pray that he went off to pray again he'd go off to pray there's a reason why in the scriptures it it shows us that you know daniel even in the midst of them saying don't pray he went out and he prayed at his normal times during the day i love in the new testament in the scriptures i can't remember which uh somewhere in acts and there was a uh, one of the disciples praying up on a rooftop he gets a vision that God brings him in the middle of the day, right before lunch, gets a vision. How many times have you been in that state again? What if that? What if you were? What if you were creating that habit again? Instead of just being so concerned about lunch, what if you took time and said, "Lord, what? What if we? What if we took some time together? What if we hung out? Maybe there's a vision. <laughs> have you thought about that? A vision." 
for you, for your life, for your business, for your future. Instead of running off to another business luncheon or business meeting. And I'm not saying that those aren't great because they are great to build relationships. But I wonder what it's like to start having that type of thinking and say, Lord, what if I took some time here and just say, hey, how you doing? How about we just have some time here together? First things first. What would that be like? Can you see that picture? Can you see what the possibilities are? There's reasons why the scriptures tell us what they tell us. You see, because Jesus says to us, greater works will you do. Well, why wouldn't you want to sit and lay down maybe in your, in your office, right there on the couch, just give them 10 minutes. Let's talk about this. I'm waiting for a vision. What do you have for me? What do I need to know? What do I need to do? Maybe there's a breakthrough in this thing. Maybe there's something that's going on with some of your staffing employees, whatever it may be. There it is. What if it was that simple? What if it was that simple? I love that this day three, about putting first things first, because as I mentioned before, I know that this is one of the toughest things to do, especially when you've created a new habit of, of not doing these things. And I just want you to know that I'm rooting for you and I'm praying with you. If you want to follow along this, if you don't like the audio, you can you can read it on version. this whole series, seven parts uh, on the devotional, Seven Habits of Highly Effective Believers. Those of you that are listening and you're interested, you're like, I'm, I'm a little bit more hungry. I'm a little bit, I think I'm ready to start making a step forward. And I know there's a lot of people out there. That's why I created this. I believe it's created for people to be inspired. And that means in spirit, that they are spiritually connecting with what I'm talking about what's going on. God knows. So I have a spiritual accountability group. It's on my website, anthonythompson.org. You can join in, jump in every day, get accountable, start start posting, start start talking with us, start praying. All those start all those small habits build into some incredible transformation in your life. There's also other things on there. If you're looking for more types of coaching and things, those are on there as well. But the first thing that I always tell people is start to get this spiritual stuff aligned. Get it going. Get it moving. Get it started to get that growth happening. Secondly, if you're on social media, love to hear from you. If you have any thoughts, anything resonated with you on this one, Anthony Thompson. Thompson with a zero at the end. Look for the yellow glasses. You'll see me on there. No doubt. Let me know. Let me know what hits. Let me know you're listening. Uh, And lastly, look, if you can uh, leave a five-star rating for this and share it. If you think it's worth sharing, please share it. Let somebody else know. Um, just by doing that, you're going you're gonna to trigger that for more people to hear it, listen to it, and ultimately for them to have a moment with God. That's really what this is about. For them to get back into the spirit. They've gone away. It's time to reconnect. It's time to dial it in. It's time to take it up to another level. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And I uh, look forward to hearing from you about whatever's going on. Like I always say, you are a champion. Don't ever, ever, ever forget that. I love you. I'll see you on the next one. God bless.